0: joined by possibly the hottest band in the UK right now. And Venny, I know you'll agree with me.
1: I will.
0: Wil- Wilkie, based there from malevol- Malevolence, uh, is here with us for the next 25-30 minutes yeah. or so. so thanks for joining us, man. Absolutely no problem. It's a pleasure to be here. How's how's things been in general recently? Um absolutely
2: mental. To be honest with you, we just uh come off the architect arena tour just before that we did those gigs in Ireland, which were quite different as you you know as as you can imagine uh and that finished uh, uh just over a week ago I got home and this week our album comes out. I don't know when this is gonna be aired but uh yeah our album comes out this week then we're going to Malta on Sunday, so my life's pretty hectic right now um yes. Yeah, Amazing. Absolutely. I'm going to go
0: straight for the jugular uh, on, yeah. on this question because um, it's been hotly. Myself have only been discussing this. You are signed to Nuclear Blast now.
2: Yeah. You've just
0: come off arena tours with Architects. You've just yeah. been announced headlining uh, Bloodstock stage. Yeah. Yeah. Is the feeling in the Malevolence camp that this is it now, and you are now getting? The
2: rewards yeah uh that is absolutely the feeling right now to be honest with you mate uh it's quite crazy for us because I, you you're probably aware if you like know about our band that we've been doing this shit our whole adult lives um we've been going for 10 years so to be able to play like alexandra palace <laughs> i even just a few years ago <laughs> even just a few years ago, like I never thought that that would be possible. You know what I mean? Uh, so it's pretty fucking surreal, to be honest with you, mate. And we've been working on this for a long time. So to, to people to start, finally start turning their heads and giving us a lot of praise, saying a lot of kind things, like even yourself, this introduction is, is fucking mad. So yeah, thank you.
0: I, I don't think anyone who knows, like you said, Wilkie, who knows the band and your past history would yeah. ever begrudge you of the absolute hard work, the touring your asses off, putting yourself about, begrudge you where you are today. And from, uh, i probably speak for Venny as well, you're 100% deserving of where you are. Totally deserving.
2: Thank you very much. Yeah, I mean, I'll be honest, mate. I think so too. <laughs>
0: good, good. <laughs> good. Yeah, I, I'm glad that you're honest like that. Because yeah, a lot man. of people are very
2: upset of that. A lot of you know, a lot of these bands. We we last summer we just did download Bloodstock. A lot of these bands we're playing with. It's the first. It's the first gig, um, or even you know we, we just toured with Architects. Um, some of the people on the tour, like in the other support bands, had never been on tour before, and I'm like, whoa, like this is your first tour. Like we're playing in Ali Pali, playing arenas and stuff. Um, so yeah, yeah, I think you deserve it too. Not to say those people don't deserve it. That wasn't what I was trying to say. But well, uh, I think that, yeah, I'm, I'm proud of it. I'm proud of what we did.
1: What, is there any limit to the growth? Is there a ceiling? Is there a glass ceiling uh, that the can't get past, do you think?
2: Uh, I, I I don't really think about that kind of stuff too much. What do you think? Because, like, if, in. I see it very differently to you because I'm a I'm a part of the band. So, like from an outsider's perspective, you probably have a clearer vision uh, on it than yeah, maybe.
1: I'm I'm quite pleased you asked that because it's something I, we've talked about on the show. I've brought up and it's a bit of a controversial thing, but I have compared Malevolence to the modern day Pantera in what could be your trajectory. You are a heavy band. There's no denying that, but there are. There's technicality, musicality, accessibility in there that would appeal to a very broad demographic, a very broad church. I, If you're asking me, and I'm a big fan, but if you're asking me, I think your limits are pretty boundless, to be honest. Thank you. Uh,
2: I, I think so too, actually. I think that our songs can definitely go much, much further than they have. And Have you guys heard the new record? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, there's there's a few songs on there uh, I think are, like, commercial bangers. <laughs> have you heard Higher Place? Like, that, yeah. that, that, and it seems like a radio song to me. Like, I even can't believe we're making music that soft to begin with. <laughs> like, whoa, this is us now. But, uh, yeah, I, I think that we could have serious commercial appeal. I have no idea how far we can take it. I, I, there's certain elements of the band that aren't, like, necessarily that marketable, in my opinion. But honestly, mate, like I said, in the to answer in my answer to your last question i didn't think that we'd be able to go as far as we are now even just a few years ago cuz like the even the bands a lot of the bands that i looked up to like as a teenager and in my early 20s they you know we'd have probably surpassed them in size so i i already for me we've kind of already broken what glass ceiling I've, i had it in my head um but i do think the music is also very very marketable and, uh, and another thing is that I uh, I think that the the uh, the quality of our songs is as good as the great like the, the best people in the genre. So yeah, I do think we can go very far.
1: That's great, man. I mean that you've kind of played exactly into what our question list was going to be. The second question was exactly that. We want to talk about the new album, we've, we've yeah. had Malicious Intent for a while. We've not done our own review on it on the show. Jerry yeah. and I like to keep our powder dry a little bit towards each other and how we feel about it. But I just wanted to ask you, compared to the last two albums EP, what different directions or what boundaries are you pushing with Malicious Intent? And in particular, I'm kind of thinking of, um, of Higher Place uh, in particular when I asked that question. Uh,
2: there's more singing. There's a lot more singing. Uh, the sound has 100% progressed. The song structures are quite a bit more traditional, um, in the sense that there's choruses in a lot of the songs. Now, maybe some people won't like that, but, um, we have hundred percent progressed in the way we sound and as people and the way we operate the business without a doubt
0: what was the turning point into like you said this new model or uh, template in adding choruses was it was it the band were just were you guys fed up of playing the same template or was it just something clicked
2: uh yeah i th- i think we were trying to write <laughs> songs rather than just medleys of riffs do you do you guys play in bands
1: like do you, at not all? to at any level <laughs> <laughs> but i i mean i'm just going to argue that point a little bit because if you go right back to the start and like turn to stone for example yeah. off the first album you've always had that in your dna that yeah, kind of
2: yeah yeah we have Our people i know people are like when the other side came out shocked like oh this song's so soft it sounds like creed we were like, <laughs> like, well, well done. like we had we had like ballads on our, our first album in 2013 like this has always been something that we've done however i think if you listen to self supremacy a lot of the song structures are like a b c d e f g it's like literally there's no repetition it's just riff after riff after riff we just call, we call it riff salad i like and i think that's cool as well i like a lot of metal that it has that kind of structure but and we still do have it in a a little bit but there is a leaning towards the more traditional side of things because we're trying like i say we're trying to make songs not just a section of riffs after one another you know things you can sing along to and it's not uh it's not an intentional stab at mainstream appeal it's just we're just trying to make best music we can really
0: and i i I, you, you keep saying about the like, commercial mainstream um, and I know exactly what you're talking about, but yeah. When I think of what, let's just take broken glass and the chorus and that, which that has that real sort of um, crowbar no, Nola, sort of downy style yeah. stuff. And no one has ever accused like down of saying they're commercial. Like, so I just yeah. think it's, it's great that you, you know, like you said, where you've come from and where, you've now got this massive expansive album that's going to be released on Friday. And I I've just, uh, how excited are you for everyone to hear it in full
2: Very, very, very excited. To be honest with you. Uh, I think, uh, I think it's going to go down great. I think it's going to, my predictions that it's going to take a while for people, for it to fully set in with all of the people that it needs to, you know, I think that, our fans will hear it now in next week when it comes out or this week when it comes out. And in a year's time, it'll, it, more people aren't our fans are going to, you know, it takes a little bit of time for the wheels to turn and for the music to spread. Uh, yeah. I'm very, very, very excited about it for people to hear the songs. Like we, we really put a lot into the whole thing. So, Absolutely. And
1: a question, a kind of a follow up on the musical aspects of it, of of where the band. So this is not me, but taking outsiders who don't know your band so well, you might often be kind of dismissed as a straight down the line kind of metallic hardcore band (laughs) band. and you know there is that kind of thuggish element to a lot of hardcore and mm-hmm. but for me you've always had and, and this goes right back to the start you've always had a, a much higher level of technicality like you look at what Josh does or your drummer there's always to, to malevolence had that musical flair and technicality that your communal garden bands don't have do you is that a, a fair statement that You think sometimes malevolence have been slightly overlooked and now people are just starting to open their eyes to what all the ingredients in the band um, are there.
2: Mate, I think what you just said then described it better than I possibly could. It was absolutely 100 percent nail on the head. What you just said Uh, that has happened. That's happened until very, very recently. we were often compared to bands like Nasty and Desolated. I don't know if you know those bands, like they're my friends and stuff. And like we did play a lot of shows with them, but all is just breakdowns the whole for the whole thing. And people just thought, yeah, yeah, we're like a hardcore band, like we're beat that, we're just playing breakdowns. People thought that for years and years and years, I think. And, you know, for example, uh, as this is a, a, a reference, Um Bloodst- we played Bloodstock last summer and that moment was a real turning point for our band in sort of being appreciated by like the real metalheads. And I was kind of thinking, hold on, like, we've, we've been playing these songs for a year. Like they're not even new songs. Like these songs came out years ago in the north of England. We've been playing shows to like even like a thousand people in our, you know our hometown Sheffield to these exact same songs and we're playing them here and everyone's like, oh my God, you guys are amazing. We're like, yeah, like we've been doing this. Like, like yeah, you know, we've, we've been a metal band for years, <laughs> whole life. Uh, so yeah, people are just just finally picking up on it. Uh, and yeah, absolutely. That's exactly what's happened. Um, I'm, I'm grateful now, but essentially we are metal guys. Like we, we started out, we wanted to be a metal band. All of our influences were metal and that is still our intention now. Like we are a metal band. I think
1: if you go back and listen to to Reign of Suffering, there's no doubt where yeah. your band has come from. And that for me, even compared to self-supremacy, that is a much more metal record. Uh, it's like it? you look at the whole if you look at the whole package and the, the cover art and everything else, like there's no denying that. So mm-hmm. so yeah, I'm I'm glad that chimes with you because I've yeah. always felt it as a bit of as an injustice that people judging a book by its cover a little bit yeah. when, when it comes yeah. to your band
2: I think um I think a lot of it was probably because of the way we looked and like the way we were branded and things like that like I know that like when we like we had like crazy video music videos and yeah you know I mean we weren't we didn't really look like traditional metal guys and that probably like was not a very good move for us <laughs> you know what i mean like in, t- in terms of throwing the project but like we were just like oh, yeah let's just like make a music video it looks like a rap video and then every- like goes goes out on the century media uh records youtube and everyone's just like taking the piss out of us in the comments <laughs> so um that was probably
1: why it's my yeah. theory but also i think sorry jerry i no, you're right on a bit, mate, but i I also think now you've come through the other side of it, it also gives you a very strong identity that not many bands have. Like, look, I'm sure you're very grateful to Architects for taking you out, and I really like them. But if you look at their brand, it's not dissimilar to a a whole heap of (laughs) other bands. So you now have got your own, your very own kind of unique and authentic, I think, um, Yeah.
2: Yeah, I I know what you mean. We we definitely have have done our, our we've got our own thing going on in the the way we're branded, and I, it's taken a while to get there. To be honest with you, <laughs> uh, but it does pay off if you stick to your guns and you just do your own thing. And I think that eventually that sh- that shines through with people, because um, I feel like it's when when people aren't doing their own thing and it's just another you see a band and it's like a bunch of guys have gone okay, let's make a band that looks and sounds like this, like the hot thing of the moment. It's just always very transparent. So that kind of thing never really lasts as much, I suppose.
0: And the metal scene as well, like it's 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 flooded at the moment and that's down to, you know, social media and um, uh, streaming services. Like there's so much music out there. So it's very hard to find that unique identity. And I'm just going to reiterate what Venny said, that malevolence now is this, I don't want to use the phrase, some kind of monster and rip off Metallica, but it does seem to be, it has that momentum now and the ceiling, there is no limit, going back to Venny's point.
2: Well, yeah, I hope, so. I hope so. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for saying that. Um and yeah i really hope that we can grow and lots of people like our band and we can play big shows and, and all of that it'd make my life really nice if we could do that so i hope it all happens it's uh, a <laughs> every i'll be honest it's quite strange for me at the moment because i'm doing these podcasts or interviews and people are like yeah like you guys are gonna grow loads and your band's gonna be really big and you're gonna do all this big stuff and i'm like but what if it doesn't? Because now everyone said, and now everyone said that we're gonna gonna be gonna be a massive band. Um, what if we're not? Like we're gonna just, yeah, you, know, you know, it's it's quite strange actually, to be honest. But
0: quite, quite humbling as well.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's lovely. <laughs> it's lovely. It's lo- it's lovely to hear, and I, I hope that we can we can take it a bit further. To be honest. Yeah,
1: I mean, I think it's it, as you are sitting on two excellent albums a really strong ep and you're sitting on malicious intent that you're releasing on friday do you know i think you are in such a do you know a strong position for people to be saying that exact thing
2: yeah yeah brilliant thank you
0: um Wilkie, you went from i saw you in dublin on a Friday yeah. night in um, a place called Wheelands, and then I think you went up to Belfast the, the night, night after, potentially. Yeah. yeah. Um, w- it was the first show, underground hardcore show I'd ever been to um, oh. in in Wheelands, and mm-hmm. um, I I just stood on the edge of the pit because it was carnage in there. Um, <laughs> but describe to me the feeling of walking out in that show in Dublin, one week. And then the yep.
2: next week, walking out at Alexandra Palace, uh, two very different beasts. To be honest, now I um, I love both. Like I that night in Dublin, I had a sick time. Um, I'll be honest, like the the show in Dublin, that was like very like within my comfort zone. Uh, as in that like we've been doing that shit for l- so long that that's very normal to me. You know, there. Was, let's be real, there was. Two hundred people there at the very most. I'd have thought, Um, yeah, something like that. And and to be honest, that was all I in my from where I was stood. That was all we needed in that room to have a good time. Yeah, I mean, it was the vibe was absolutely sick. I felt like it was, you know, it was it was a really good night. Um, then Alexandra Palace. That was the fourth show on the arena tour. So by then, I was quite accustomed to the way it all worked and stuff and playing the, you know, a gig like that. Cause of course you're absolutely miles away from the audience. And then there's like, well, it's really, you know, some of the rooms are really dark. So you can only see like the first few rows at points, you know, with the light. So kind of feels like, um, kind of feels like you're playing, but uh, there's loads of people watching you, but like on YouTube and you're being filmed, like, that's the vibe. It's like, okay, I'm performing. There's a lot of scrutiny on the way I look and my plane. Whereas like in Dublin, the whole room's a mosh pit. There's people <laughs> flying off, there's people flying off the stage, screaming the lyrics in my face. Honestly, if I just stopped playing for about 20 seconds, p- probably half the room wouldn't notice. Like, let's be real. Like, <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, I give it 10, 15 seconds. People probably wouldn't notice for a moment if I just stopped playing. Um, so yeah, they're com- two completely different beasts. Um, and I, I love both. To be honest, very grateful to be able to do both.
0: There was a lovely, like I said, I stayed on the, I stayed right on the edge of the pit. There's no way at my age I was getting in there. Um, <laughs> been there, done that. But the moment I did get in, there's a lovely point where um, you played the other side, mm-hmm. and um, a, a lovely um, moment about talking about mental health, um, about people lost this year. Oh, sorry, the last year. Um, like this has been, the mental health has been in the spotlight so much the last year. It's actually getting a lot of uh, spotlight because of COVID and things like that. Like that moment there, you know, to go from, like you said, the room being a complete mosh pit to just everyone's t- side by side must be, for you on stage to see that as well, must be quite a special moment.
2: Yeah, um, I we actually do that every single night. Uh, right. we, we play the other side right before keep Your distance and alex he generally dedicates that song to either you know a few people or he just gives a speech about you know just just uh, just mental health awareness really uh, and for men to speak to one another and it is nice to have you know let's be real and my love show is like fairly childish it's like yeah everyone running you know everyone running in a circle and then you know just have that you know once one fairly conscious message you know uh you know just say something positive um and try and try and try and make a difference if if there is is possible to do so you know what i mean uh also it's a really lovely um just moment in the set just to relax just to relax for the you know for the audience just to sing a song and we like to show what else we can offer as a band, um, and now I, you know, when Malicious Intent is out, we'll probably do several s- softer songs. Um, we've got a bit more to offer um, than just like really hard metal tunes. So we, you know, you've you've heard the record, right?
1: Yeah, for sure, man. Can't wait like, to see that live.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so we've never played it live, actually. Probably not going to until download i think well i guess when i
1: saw you guys in newcastle on your small sets tour did you not play broken glass then as a little tantalizing release i'm sure you played a new track and i'm pretty sure it's broken glass
2: yeah yeah we played it um we were playing it on that just as like a just to show people because we wanted to play a new song really
1: yeah great Yeah, it's going to sound very good. Like I've got, I'm sure you've got to go. I've got one last question to round it out from my side. You, we talked about the musical aspects of you guys, your progression, but I think you guys are also leading away in other fronts, like particularly your merch, which certainly I am, but Joey is also a bit of a sucker for your social media, you're absolute kings of and also the, the label, the imprint. Yeah. Um, it's it is Joey said a bit earlier, like some kind of monster that you've created this whole big momentum, but how important is all that other stuff alongside the music?
2: Okay, so uh, I'm glad you've asked that because um my personal role in malevolence, I don't write any riffs or song i don't write any guitar parts whatsoever i help with the lyrics and putting the the choruses and the, the hooks together with alex but my main role in the band i design all of the merch i run the, i i've designed every single piece you see i've been designing all day today i run the label yes. uh, with charlie the drummer and i yeah and i handle the social media and just the mainly the you know the more business kind of things that's the generally the role the role i take because i'm not that good at guitar really but i'm i like i like the i you know i see the merchandise and the branding and the label that's like another form of creative expression for me and i get a lot out of it
1: did you do the advent calendar
2: yes I did yeah I made
1: it <laughs> that is it was my bad. one of my favorite things on social media that I ever saw was that insta post of your baby really are you okay bad. you've hardly touched your malev <laughs> <laughs> I just was crying with laughter about that
2: I'm really really glad you appreciated that man because that <laughs> that's the exact and I do it for just to make people laugh and um, just to make people laugh it's like, let you know, let's just make most ridiculous, like silly merchandise just for the sake of putting it on social media and, you know, it being a thing and engaging with people in that way. And I have a lot of fun. I have a lot of fun doing it.
0: Well, you you d- I was going to say, yeah, you made you made the two of us laugh uh, a lot over that. So, um, so let me tell you, I've just done a new <laughs> T-shirt today. It's got
2: a burger on the back and it says delicious intent. Oh, nice!
1: One hundred percent pit beef. <laughs> uh, I mean, so yeah, I yeah. thought the um the breakfast cereal one was pretty amazing. To be honest, yeah, thank I, you. i I think that's my next. My wife's gonna just be like, "Who are this band? Why have you got so many of their t-shirts?" But that is that's my an- next one.
2: That's a, that's amazing. Thank you very much. <laughs> well, feed him. when you go here
0: listen wilkie uh we'll yeah. love, love you and leave you but um just from me um thanks so much for your time this has been great no real real yeah. uh, real real blast
2: <laughs> really enjoyed it thank you so much for having me on
0: and um best of luck for the album on, on friday it's uh, i won't spoil it because venny will tell me off but um <laughs> venny do you want to say uh say goodbye
1: yeah thank you man i've been a fan for years i must have seen you about 10 times keep doing what you're doing and hey. yeah yeah and uh yeah the next pantera that thank is, you that i'm sticking to my guns on that and thank you we'll see uh, you yeah. At download yeah yeah i'll see you at download
2: cheers for having cheers. me
1: on cheers man cheers mate